Hey, this is Johnny Diaz, and I am your host for My Daily Briefing, a 365-day chronological journey through Scripture designed to make the Bible make sense. Day 63, Jericho's walls fall down. The city of Jericho was well fortified. An outer wall 20 feet high and 6 feet wide circled the entire city. And iron gates guarded the entrance. Several feet inside, there was a second wall, also with iron gates. Approximately 1,200 people lived and worked inside these imposing walls. Jericho represented a huge obstacle to the children of Israel as they entered the land that they were supposed to conquer. But God had promised that, with his help, they would be victorious. He gave Joshua precise orders on how to do it. All the armed men were to march around the city. Following them would be seven priests, each carrying a trumpet made from a ram's horn. More priests were to carry the Ark of the Covenant behind them, and a rear military guard was to follow the Ark. Joshua told everyone to remain silent while they marched around the city. The only sound anyone should hear was the priests blowing their horns. After they circled the city one time each day, they were to return to their camp. They were to do this for six days in a row, but on the seventh day, they were to march around the city seven times. Then, when Joshua gave the order, everyone was to shout, and when the walls collapsed, they were to rush in. Only Rahab and her family were to be saved since she had saved the lives of the Hebrew spies. Although this battle plan seemed ridiculous, the Israelites carried out the instructions exactly like they had been told. They got up early each morning and marched silently around the city while the priests blew their trumpets and carried the ark, and then they returned to camp. They repeated this march around Jericho for six days. At daybreak on the seventh day, They marched again, but this time they circled the city seven times. After the seventh lap, the priests sounded a long trumpet blast, and Joshua commanded the army, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. They all shouted in unison, and sure enough, the walls collapsed. The Israelite soldiers scrambled over the debris and took the city. The two spies that Rahab had protected immediately rushed to her house and brought her and her whole family out safely. Everyone else in the city was killed, and everything was burned except for the items made of gold, silver, bronze, and iron. These were confiscated and put into the tabernacle treasury. God was obviously fighting with Joshua. His fame and reputation spread through the whole land. Rahab and her family were given a safe place to live outside the camp of the Israelites. Eventually, she married an Israelite from the tribe of Judah named Salmon. She became the mother of Boaz, an ancestor of Jesus Christ. So here's the question. Have you ever questioned something that you thought God wanted you to do because it seemed foolish or futile? Can you imagine how the Israelite warriors felt marching quietly around a walled city? then shouting to make the walls fall down, and then rushing to save a prostitute? Victories are always so much easier and sweeter when we let God be in charge. 
In Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, the prophet Isaiah quotes God as saying, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. My Daily Briefing was written by my mom, Gwen Diaz. Now, if you find value in this podcast and think others would as well, please take a second to like, share, and subscribe. Thanks so much. Have a great day.